May is a month of expectation, the month of wishes, the month of hope. Emily Bronte. May is a time when the flowers bloom, the birds sing, and the world awakens from its winter slumber. Unknown. May is a month of rebirth and renewal. Also unknown. May is a month when nature is reborn, everything is possible. Once again, unknown. Spring is nature's way of saying, let's party. Robin Williams. May, more than any other month of the year, wants us to feel most alive. Fennel Hudson. Well, hello there, Jessica. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Good. It's been a minute. It's been like a lot of minutes. I was going to try to compute in my head. Don't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> that will take up the entire episode. <laughs> no. Six times, 60 times 24 times 14. Right. Do it. Yeah. No, no. don't do it. Don't do it. Well, everyone, welcome back to another situation. We hope you enjoyed your week of silence. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But we're back. We're back. We promised we would be, and here we are. Mm -hmm. So May, spring. Well, hold on a second. Before we need to get, or before we get started, I have to say, Hello to Will, Alex, and Katie, and I hope you guys are having so much fun on your trip, and I can't wait to hear all about it when you get home. Hmm. And thanks for listening. And thanks for listening. I also want to say thanks for listening to Anique, and I'm glad we were able to teach you about Viking culture and the days of the week. (laughs) Hopefully, it's accurate. (laughs) Mm, 90, 90%. Um, okay. Speaking of accuracy, again, before we get started, I'm going to say my sources are in the sh- show notes, but I did want to say, Jessica, I'm sorry, but I stole your wiki. <gasps> That's where they went. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll take them back. <laughs> <laughs> Just too good. Can't say it's no. Too good. <laughs> oh, you're awful. Okay, so what were you saying before I interrupted you and told you to stop saying? Uh, May and springtime? (laughs) Yes. I think that was about it. That's it, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Not much going on over here. (laughs) (laughs) Like mentally? Yes, that's what I meant. So before we say specifically what we're talking about, I want to tell you a few things about the name May, M-A-Y. The Hebrew meaning is wished for child, rebellion, and bitter. The Persian... <laughs> the really? <laughs> really. The Persian meaning is child of light. The Latin meaning is daughter of Atlas, Maya. And the Hebrew meaning is close to God. Oh, that's sweet. Yes. 
So in our last episode, Jessica talked about the days of the week. Today, we are obviously talking about the month of May. And why? Because that's my middle name. And it's not spelled the Southern style M-A-E. It's M-A-Y. So it's after the month. And the meaning that I just gave you is spot on. Don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) And just a quick side note, Ingrid, I looked up, means beautiful or beloved. So I am a beloved wished for child. Hmm. With maybe a little bit of rebellion and bitterness thrown in there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So then I wanted to look, I somehow, I don't know how I got stuck on this, but I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole and because when I was looking up the meaning for Ingrid, all of a sudden I had this numerology rating for my name. And so my numerology rating is number seven and it says sevens tend to be analytical and intellectual. They are deep thinkers who dream of a better world. They shun tradition and come across as unique and individual. It actually kind of sounds like you. Well, and so I did you a favor, Jessica, and I looked Hmm. up the numerology rating for Jessica, which is a three. And threes have an enthusiastic and happy spirit that makes them great fun, (laughs) (laughs) great fun to be around cheerful and open minded. They also have a great sense of humor. So (laughs) I think that's I think that's yeah, kind of spot on. And I think anybody that listens to this podcast can totally hear I'm always the serious question asker. And you're the one who's (laughs) like belting out your big laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is very true. And laughing at everything. Exactly. Okay. And then just to round out my name, Dutton is an English surname. And it's, uh, why did you look like that? You knew that. I I did. I just didn't know you were going to cover it. Well, just it's quick. It's not a long thing. It's like two sentences. It might ultimately be derived from a combination of the old English named Dada, which oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, a nickname that may have been given to a man, <laughs> a nickname that may have been given to a man who is fat. <laughs> well, that's good to know. <laughs> or it's from old English words that mean hilltown. We're fat and from hilltown. Yeah, I'm, you're telling me? I'm a fat hillbilly who is beloved and a wish for a child. Okay. That's, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yay for you. (laughs) Yay. It starts off positive. My name starts off great and then it just goes straight downhill. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So back to the actual topic at hand, May. And I'm going to start because there's nothing about my name to talk about anymore. It's not about me anymore. So quickly, our current annual calendar is based off the Gregorian calendar, but prior to that, it was the Julian calendar, and before that, it was the Roman lunar calendar. Calendar. The Roman lunar calendar was made of 10 months, which each were about 30 to 31 days, and the other days were left accounted for. And because of religious holidays and celebrations, they began to drift in and out of their intended seasons. Intercalation was necessary. Jessica, do you know what intercalation means? No, I was just about to ask you what it meant. (laughs) It just means that the days would have to be inserted until timing aligned itself uh, appropriately. 
So we still do that with every leap year. Okay. The original 10 months were March through December, and the winter months of January and February were just kind of left floating out on their own unnamed abyss. That's Uh, so weird. Isn't it? Yeah. It was just like a clump of, they didn't care. Nothingness. They didn't care. Nothingness. Yes. (laughs) And we just repeated ourselves. (laughs) Both of us did. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Music. Live music. <laughs> times two. <laughs> Everything is time. You get twice the fun on this podcast. Yes, exactly. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Don't say the rest of it. We'll get charged. No promo code. <laughs> <laughs> and we are not twins. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The first months, March through June, were named after gods, except for April, I think, and I can't remember what April was named after. July, prior to Julius Caesar, was Quintilis, which is Latin for fifth, and August, prior to Caesar Augustus, was Sextilia, which is sixth. And then September through December were also taken from the Latin numerical words for seven, eight, and nine. Interesting. I did not know that. Yes. Seven, eight, and nine, but there were That ten. makes sense, because sept and then oct- and then Nove. <laughs> and then Deck. December is Deca fr- is for yeah. ten. I I, I said <laughs> I just stopped though. I said seven, eight, and nine. I left out ten. But yeah. yes, ten is in there too. Thank you. <laughs> Back to May. It was originally the third month in the year, and I read a few different versions of where the name came from. There's consideration it came from the Latin word. Maoris, which means elders, who they the Romans did celebrate during the month of May. But the most common uh, meaning, I guess, that I found was it was named for the Roman go- goddess Maya, not Maya, the Roman goddess Maya, which is spelled <laughs> M-A-I-A. She was a nurturer and earth goddess who oversaw the growth of plants, which may explain the connection with it being the springtime month. In Greek mythology, Maya was a nymph, which I looked up, is a nymph a god? And they kind of are, but I guess there's classifications of gods. Mm -hmm. I like mythology, but I don't really know too much about it. So they weren't one of the big ones. So um, the Greek and Roman stories of Maya overlap a little bit. And I want to tell her stories just because mythology is super interesting. And Mm -hmm. that's where the name came from. And this episode is about May. So let's learn about Maya. Okay. Starting with the Greeks, Maya was the eldest and most beautiful daughter of the Titan Atlas and Oceanid Pleione. There were seven Pleiades nymphs and the Pleiades nymphs were companions and attendants to Artemis, who was the goddess of the hunt. They also served as nursemaids and teachers to Dionysus. That's right, right? Dionysus. Dion, yes, the god of wine. Dionysus. Dionysus. Yeah. All seven of the nymphs were beautiful, which of course got the attention of the male gods. Zeus, who was always thinking he could just take what he wanted, which was always the best of everything, had his eyes set on Maya. The Pleiades were also mountain nymphs, and Maya attempted to use this to her advantage and would hide from Zeus amongst the mountains. 
He eventually found her sleeping in a cave and naturally had his way with her. Oh, gross. Well, Zeus is gross. Yeah, that's true. She eventually gave birth to the god Hermes. Apparently, Zeus respected, and we're going to use that term loosely, Maya's nurturing nature because he gave his other child, Arcus, to her after his mother, the nymph Callisto, was turned into a bear by pissed-off Hera. Now, it wasn't just the gods who lusted after the Pleiades. The hunter Orion did as well. And because the nymph's disgraced father was preoccupied, don't forget it was Atlas, he's preoccupied with holding the weight of the world, he couldn't defend them. Artemis did not want her attendants to continue to be pursued, so she asked Zeus for help. He initially turned them into doves, which Orion, being a hunter, skillfully caught. So Zeus then turned them into stars. The constellation Orion can still be seen chasing the Pleiades across the sky. Another version says the nymphs were turned into stars following their suicides. That's sad. Well, and it's probably because of these horny gods chasing them all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to have to look at what Orion is chasing after. Like, I don't know what the Pleiades stars look like. I know. I know. Well, okay. So when you look at the stars, you can only see six of the seven Pleiades stars. And the myth and mythology has two reasons for that. One is that Merope or Merope, M-E-R-O-P-E, uh, she's dimmed because of the shame of consorting with a mortal or mm. or it's Electra who is dimmed because she was distraught at the demise of her Trojan people of the Trojan people who are her descendants. So I think mm. it was like after the fall of Troy, they said that the star dimmed. Gotcha. Yes. Now, that's all the Greek stuff. So Maya is the earth goddess and the Roman goddess of springtime, warmth, and increase. And she causes plants to grow through her gentle heat, which, speaking of heat, she's tied to the god Vulcan a little bit and something about their heat. I don't know. Is that where we get the word volcano from? I believe so, yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I couldn't really find much of Maya's story as a Roman goddess other than she was defined specifically as a goddess versus a nymph, but I still don't know if she was like a big goddess or if she was still considered a little goddess. And uh, the other difference is that her son was Mercury, which is the Roman version of Hermes. So Mercury was the child of Maya and Jupiter, and Jupiter is the Roman equivalent to Zeus. Mercury is a god of financial gain, commerce, eloquence, messages, communication, including divination, travelers, boundaries, luck, trickery, and thieves. And he also serves as a guide of souls to the underworld. And Mercuralia was a Roman festival celebrated on the Ides of May, which is the 15th, because that's what they believed Mercury's birthday was to be. So that brings me to other holidays and observances in May. My transitions are awesome in this episode. (laughs) Segways. Segways. (laughs) Same thing. See, I think of a segway as a thing that you ride around on. (laughs) (laughs) It is that as well, yes. (laughs) Okay, so uh, 
It's National Pet Month. Uh, and the food-related observances, Aussie Wine Month, International Mediterranean Diet Month, National uh, and National, let me just specify, this is United States-based. So National Loaded Potato, National Asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we have a loaded potato. <laughs> I mean, why? Yeah. <laughs> why not, actually? <laughs> uh, National asparagus, national barbecue, national beef, egg, hamburger, salad, salsa, and strawberry. Wow, that's a lot. I'm hungry. Oh, is it happening? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You didn't say the magic word. <laughs> I, I didn't. I'm going to refrain. There's there's nothing dairy related in this episode, so I think we're good. Good. Okay. So it's also National Flower Month, which makes sense. American Stroke Awareness Month, uh, Brain Cancer, and I saw Hetty and Johanna were going gray in May. There is Celiac Disease Awareness, Hepatitis Awareness, Lyme Disease Awareness, Mental Health Month. Is that correct? I saw that. I wasn't sure if that was correct. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I think it is. Uh, National Cystic Fibrosis, National Osteoporosis and Awareness and Prevention, Physical Fitness and Sports Month, Water Safety Month, which makes sense. We're about to get into all the water activities in May. Preeclampsia Awareness and Skin Cancer Detection and Prevention Month. Make sure you get yourselves checked. Okay. And wear sunscreen. And long sleeves when you can, and big hats look like our mom who is about to go work in the rice fields. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's do this segue. Recognition related months, Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Check that out. <laughs> and that wasn't even intentional. Mm-hmm. Haitian Heritage, Jewish, Jewish American Heritage month uh national inventors month national military appreciation month and south asian heritage month this is also get caught reading month national bike month national photo month and recreation vehicle and camping month again i think a lot of these coincide with like the time of the year Mm -hmm. yeah i could see that don't forget we also have nurses week in may teacher appreciation month or not month, uh, week, and Mother's Day, Memorial Day. A lot of countries celebrate Labor Day in May. Uh, May 4th is a big uh, holiday for May the 4th be with you. And just uh, just a little bit of history on that. Uh, the Conservative Party in the United Kingdom brought on Margaret Thatcher as their prime minister And on May 4th, they published an ad in the newspaper saying, may the 4th be with you, Maggie. Congratulations. And they think that may be where Star Wars Day initiated because it was two two years after the movie, the first movie was released. So 1979? Yes. That is so cool. Isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So May 5th, also known as Cinco de Mayo is observed in Mexico and it says parts of the United States. It's like the whole country because we always need an excuse to drink, but it's celebrating the defeat of the French army during the Batalla de Puebla in Mexico on May 5th, 1862. 
May 1st is May Day. So some people, I had a roommate in college who always paid attention to May Day. So you can get like give flowers or wreaths or whatever, but flowers, fruits, etc. symbolizes fertility, fruitfulness, prosperity, and happiness. And then also speaking of that, there's the Maypole. And I could probably do, you do, you know, the Maypole. I've right? never heard of that. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. For real? For, for real? real? For real? Okay. So I could probably honestly do an entire episode on the Maypole because there, there are so many background traditions and beliefs and whatever to it. But basically, it's a pole, a tree stump, a branch, or a tree that gets decorated by a ribbon as people dance around it. Some instances it has to be virgin girls, but I think most of the time, like a lot of the times it's women who are dressed up and have like wreaths with flowers on their head and whatever. But the reason behind it ranges from soldiers celebrating spring and paying homage to the goddess Flora um, to the flag or the pole or whatever, taking on a phallic, meaning behind it and then ribbon is the feminine symbol so i guess that might be like a fertility kind of thing so uh the birthstone for may is an emerald which represents love and success and the birth flowers are the lily of the valley and the common hawthorn which is also known as the mayflower zodiac signs are the taurus which is april 20th to may 19th and gemini may 20th until june 19th And a few extra interesting facts that I will leave you with regarding the month of May. May in the Northern Hemisphere is similar to November in the Southern Hemisphere. May was once considered a bad luck month to get married. And there is a poem that says, Marry in May and you'll rue the day. In Old English, May is called the month of three milkings. Because you could milk the cows three times a day. Uh, The Indianapolis 500 car race is held each year during May. The Kentucky Derby is also held in May. The month of May is devoted to the Virgin Mary in the Catholic Church. And the United Kingdom celebrates May as the National Smile Month. Ah, as you smile teasily. Yes. (laughs) And that's it. That's my middle name and your favorite month. Mm, that was that uh, very interesting, actually. <laughs> Why do you sound so surprised? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> that I could be interesting? That the month of May was interesting. <laughs> or that you could be, I guess, too. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Jess. Sensing mm-hmm. mm-hmm. humor over here. Too kind. You're too kind. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess let's wrap this up with some bees. Okay. Be fruitful and plentiful. Be beloved and wished for. Mm. (laughs) And a fat man in Hilltown. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't be a Zeus. Don't be caught sleeping in a cave when Zeus is around. Mm. Mm. Grosso. Yeah. Okay. Did you just just victim blame? (laughs) No, I'm calling Zeus. Zeus isn't the victim. Oh, by saying don't be. Yeah, I guess I did. (laughs) 
Sorry. <laughs> okay, how about this? Don't be punished for whatever it is that you did to where you have to be holding up the world and you can't defend your daughters. Yeah. Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dads. Step it up. <laughs> Don't be a dead bat- beat dad like Atlas. <laughs> He should not be a role model, nor should Zeus or Poseidon or really any of them, okay? Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Be a dad like – oh, gosh, and we just talked about Star Wars. Not like Anakin. He's not good either. Oh. No, he's not. (laughs) Um, Hmm. Steve Dutton. Aw, be a dad like our dad. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, when this episode goes live, it's our dad's birthday too. So happy birthday, dad. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, dad. And happy birthday to my middle child. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. We'll be back. Don't forget, in two weeks. Mm -hmm. You'll survive. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to reach out to us or submit your situation, please contact us at another situation podcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at another situation podcast. We're also on Facebook at another situation. Another situation is produced and edited by 0.5 Pinoy. Music is written and performed by Tim Crow. Another situation.